Rich Risfeld with American Ag Network here. I am with Scott Bluebaugh, who is the president of American Farmers and Ranchers, and he's in South Dakota. They are having their 107th annual convention for South Dakota Farmers Union. And uh, Scott, you're a speaker today at the uh, convention. Is that correct? Yes, that's right. Well, now, you know, there's been a lot of talk of market, uh, you know, concentration, some monopolies in the meatpacking industry and whatnot. Uh, Is that kind of what the talk is about today? Why don't you tell us a little bit about what you're going to be speaking about and what kind of things you're seeing in uh, in now and into the future? Yes, I'm going to be speaking on uh, market concentration uh, issues that we have in agriculture. And, you know, we've seen uh, some of the there's been a lot in the papers and on television and things about the meatpacking industry and the big four controlling 85 percent of the beef kill here in the United States and and how they've been able to manipulate the marketplace to their advantage and really that's hurt both our farmers and ranchers and our consumers in America alike and so and it's not just the meatpacking industry you know it's our fertilizer industry our seed industry tractors where we buy our farm equipment everything has become so concentrated and there's such a lack of competition today that, uh, in, you know, we have no competition for price when we're buying these things, and we have no competition for good service as well in, in the service industries. It's uh, many times it's one vendor, and that's it. And that it's a take-it-or-leave-it prices. And so as farmers and ranchers, we're really hurt on both ends of the deal where we're buying our, all of our inputs for our farm and our ranch, and then on when we're selling that finished that finished crop or, or cattle or, or pigs or whatever, um, just the lack of uh, competitive markets on the other side uh, has really put put the American farmer and rancher at a terrible disadvantage. Well, and so what uh, what would be maybe some solutions that you'd like to see going forward here? Well. There is several different pieces of legislation. Uh, we, we like to refer to them as fairness for farmers legislation that is in D.C. now. Uh, and, and that kind of touches on several things. And one is just uh, enforcement of antitrust laws. Uh, really, there's been a lot of lax, lax enforcement of those antitrust laws now, uh, really since about 1980. And uh, then transparency. You know the the library in the cattle library contract. Uh, that's that's an issue that would would give us some uh, a little bit of help seeing what the market price really is out there. And then there are several pieces of that legislation Senator Tester has offered in the market transparency uh, yeah, program there. And so. All of that combined is some things that we're working on. We've had some some success with the administration, uh, with President Biden's administration in D.C. Uh, I was able to meet with him very early this year, and uh, we think that the administration really understands what's going on out here in this uh, it, with the antitrust issues that the nation and the farmers are facing. Uh, and we do see some movement both with the Federal Trade Commission starting to enforce uh, laws that, are, that have been on the books for a long time that just haven't been enforced. And then uh, also with USDA, uh, the Packers and Stockyard Administration, asking for uh, more authority and more power to 
to enforce those laws that have been on the books uh, since the turn of the century, and a special investigator. Uh, we think that's really important that the, that the Packers and Stockyards Administration have the, have a special investigator, has subpoena power that can go out and investigate these allegations against uh, these big four Packers on on manipulation and uh, on the price and and these those antitrust violations. But I, I tell you, I think it's going to be it's going to be a while to get a farm bill. I'm just not very optimistic. We have a divided Congress now. And so I, I just think it's going to be very, very tough to make ground and get a farm bill done this year. I think we're probably looking at an extension of the current farm bill, maybe up to two years, because uh, it's just going to be an environment in Washington, D.C. Uh, that, that uh, nothing is going to get done uh, that I see for the next two years. And then we're into another presidential election of course nothing will be done until after that and so i just think the challenge of getting a farm bill passed this year is going to be very very tough okay uh anything else that you'd like to uh discuss today or anything else that you'd like to uh let let our listeners know about today well i'll tell you i drove in from oklahoma city yesterday in this blizzard and uh this was my first dakota blizzard that uh, i've experienced and so I could check that off my bucket list now, and that that I've been through a Dakota blizzard, and uh, it was uh, you really don't have a great appreciation for what what one of these Dakota blizzards are until you're right in it. That 50 mile an hour wind is blowing the snow, and you can't see 15 feet in front of you. Took us a little while to get here, but my good friend uh, President Somke here from South Dakota Farmers Union asked me to come and speak. Uh, today and i sure wasn't gonna let him down with a little snow so well and yeah it uh you know we are having a little weather system going on right now and you're in here on south dakota again at the 107th annual convention and you know i heard uh a couple of years ago i heard someone describe it it was their first time in a blizzard situation in uh in the dakotas here and he described it as when they were driving through at night and they had the headlights on all the snow coming in almost looked like uh, the beginning of Star Wars with the stars coming through, and he kind of equated it to that, and I thought that was <laughs> that was kind of accurate. If you're driving at night, it, you, it does look like the stars coming through like Star Wars. It really does. It's almost hypnotizing, you know. But yesterday, was uh, uh, conditions were absolutely incredible, tough to get here, and uh, I appreciate uh, I, I just told everybody here that, I'm sure glad I didn't have to. I raised cattle in Oklahoma, but I was sure glad I didn't have to get up this morning and go out and feed cattle in this blizzard here in, in South Dakota today. Well, and that's another great point, too. Uh, you know, in the Dakotas, we do get these big blizzard systems coming in. And so the live cattle folks, uh, you know, that can be tough on live cattle, too. Uh, do you experience the same thing in Oklahoma or something similar as that, too? Oh, we might have a few a uh, few day events that would be a little bit similar to this, but nothing of this magnitude where the wind blows so hard for so long and never lets up. You know, so it, it, I have a different. I, I really feel for those ranchers out today trying to take care of their livestock and, and their family and get get everything fed and 
and taken care of it. I guess I, I understand why you all calve up here in, in April. <laughs> right, right. And, you know, the, the livestock ranchers, they really do care for the animals, too. And so when these, when these storms come through, they are out there uh, doing everything necessary to take care of any kind of issues and make sure that all that livestock uh, stays healthy and happy and alive. And so we got to give it up to all the livestock producers in the country, too, especially when they see some terrible weather and terrible things like that going on. They are out there. They're the first ones out there and boots to the ground and making sure everything gets done well and the animals are taken care of very well. Yeah, you know, our, our farmers and ranchers risk their life every day in, a, in situations like this to take care of their animals. And I don't think uh, the general public and consumers in the big cities really appreciate that or understand uh, what, what we go through to be able to take care of those animals and how important uh, their welfare is to us, the farmers and ranchers. Absolutely. It's sometimes something that gets overlooked, but it, it is it is at the very core of all farmers and ranchers to take care of the land and the animals, and uh, that's, that makes for a great future for everyone. Absolutely. Well, Scott, thank you for spending a little bit of time with us today. Really appreciate you taking some time out uh, from the convention to chat with us. Thank you. You're, you're very welcome. Thank you.